So we were going to get together and talk about fast food. <laughs> I'm, I am up for that. Do you want to switch the conversation? Yeah, well, I mean, so, so we can talk about whatever we want. I mean, well, since I we... can say that Dr. Johnny Fever and I, um, I suppose it's not really too much to say that Dr. Johnny Fever and I are married. Um, well, we decided to do intensive research for this podcast on fast food hamburgers. So over the Labor Day weekend, we consumed more hamburgers than we had in the past five years. Whoa. All, all the cause of research. Which is a far, far <laughs> better thing I do. So I've come to the conclusion that if we're going to have this discussion, if we're talking about fast food hamburgers, we have to kind of split them into subcategories. I mean, for I would have one category as McDonald's, Burger King, Wendy's, the, the big names. Yeah. Because you can't really compare them to something like Shake Shack or Five Guys. Because to me, they're separate kind. And I think it's price point, really. Um, so, but I don't know how you all. I agree. Feel go about for it. it. No, go for it. Because um, I have my thoughts, but go for it. Okay. Well, the first thing we had was a quarter pounder. I have to admit, I had not had a quarter pounder in years. And your, and your statement that it was the purest form of burger had me intrigued. Um, I, you know, when I was a kid, I had quarter. I'm really revealing my age now. Um, when I was a kid, the quarter pounder was often the go-to burger when we, when my family and I went there. But once Wendy's came along, we kind of abandoned Burger King for Wendy's. So I hadn't had one in a long time, and I was pleasantly surprised. It was a very good burger. Um, what Dr. Johnny Fever told me, he said, you know, we had to get it with cheese because they don't make it without cheese. Oh, I, I always get, I always get it without cheese. So you have to tell them. Uh -huh. okay. If you tell them on the kiosk or tell them, they'll they'll rip they'll rip oh. that glop of American cheese off of it. I remembered in the in the early days of the quarter pounder that that, that you had to specifically order it with cheese. Right. So. right. Well, the same is true of the single now too. The single at Wendy's automatically comes with cheese. If you don't want it, you have to tell them yeah. that. Yeah. And I think it is better without cheese. Both. Oh yeah, by far. Uh, McDonald's cheese is not. Um. <laughs> well, during this research project, I discovered something about my dear husband that I had not known and that he believes that ketchup does not belong on a hamburger. And I did not know he felt that way. Uh, well, I, when I have them at home, I certainly go with the little more German flavor of mustard and pickle and onion only. Now, you know, you, you have to you take your life in your hands when you order any fast food item differently than it automatically comes, but I, I'm not saying it's an article of faith, uh, but I, I think it's the, the tart flavors go better with the hamburger than the sweetness of the, the sweetness of the, of the tomato is enough, but I'd rather not have the ketchup. Yeah. See, for me, it's cheese. I love cheese, but I don't like cheese on a hamburger. So I always have it without cheese. I'm the same way, actually. I love cheese and I love burgers, but that's not together. I got well, extra mayo. <laughs> I live in uh, a northwestern state, and around here, they just don't like mayonnaise. And so I have to ask for mayonnaise. Yeah. And growing up down south, I thought mayonnaise was uh, automatic. You dip your fries in mayonnaise. <laughs> That's a good thing to do. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, to your point, Twilight, I, you know, I think the Quarter Pounder is a solidly good burger, but I would not put it ahead of the single. Oh, really? 
Um, okay. Yeah, Seagull is a great burger. Yeah. You know, I love that square patty on the round bun. I love that. I just. Oh, by the way, do you know how I... that came about? No, I don't. They, their, their original concept was that when you're cooking on a grill, if you make round patties, you have wasted grill space. So they made square burgers. The, 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 the Dave Thomas designed the idea of square burgers to use up all the grilled space. Oh. Now. After he did it, he realized when you put it on a round bun, the corners are sticking out and make it looks like like the bun is like the bird like the meat is overrunning <laughs> a sign of abundance. You know, the, the corners are overrunning the burger. Uh, but that's how that came about. And I also found, I, after college, I um, actually it was during college. I worked during the summer, and I worked with a lady whose husband at the time was the manager of a Wendy's, and I found out that the chili, Wendy's chili came about because they never use frozen meat. So that anything that's left over, they had to come up with a use for it. And that's how they came up with the chili. Uh, okay, uh, I, I used to love the chili when I was back in college. Yeah. Now I'll, I'll opine on Burger King and then I'll shut up for a while. I never liked the Whopper. To me, that thing was too bready. The bread to meat ratio was very off. So I never liked Burger King. But then Dr. Johnny Fever introduced me to the Whopper Jr. And that is an entirely different kind. As a matter of fact, I would put the Whopper Jr. in the, in the single kind of neck and neck. And maybe even, I think it may even have the, the, the edge a bit. I would, I would agree about the Whopper. I don't agree about the bread ratio, but the Whopper Jr. I should try. Uh, but I think the Whopper itself or the Whopper Jr. is one of the best all around burgers to me. Hmm. The, I, I like the grilled, yeah, the grilled, the grilled yeah. flavor. I mean, my favorite burgers, sit-down burgers, and drive-through burger meats are that. Um, I don't know what it is about. There's something about the proportions of the Whopper that don't fit for me. If it's the amount of bread, the amount of mayonnaise, uh, but for some reason, it feels like the Whopper Junior is more aesthetic. I gotta try that. Oh, it's a, it'll be a revelation. It was yes. to me. I yeah. got to try that. The thing that the tipping point, though, for all of these is the fries. Because when we're traveling on road trips with McDonald's, you know, the quarter pounder, you get this very simple kind of pure expression of the burger, in my opinion, without cheese. And you get the fries at McDonald's, which are consistently really, really good. Burger King, the fries are very inconsistent. And Wendy's, I think those thicker fries are just not as good. They have changed them. Have you have you had the had them recently? No. The, I would probably. I think that you will still prefer McDonald's fries, but Wendy's fries have improved. McDonald's needs to go back to lard. When they stopped frying them in lard, um, in beef beef fat, they lost a they lost a good bit. So if they would go back to that, there'd be no contest ever. I Be hate to be picky. But lard is not beef fat. Lard oh, I'm sorry. Fat. Oops, <laughs> scientific, <laughs> scientific error. It's beef. I think it was beef something, right? Was it beef Do fat? Do it, perhaps. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Never argue with the chef. Did, did, well, so did they? What are they frying now? What did they? Switch oh, they switched to vegetable <laughs> when cholesterol became the fad. With the when they invented the um, that new. F well, new 30, 40 years ago, that food pyramid that stressed grains and... and it was the saturated versus unsaturated yeah. fat. Yeah. 
controversy, which they've switched over since found is completely wrong, but it was settled. The science was settled. And yeah, so McDonald's. No, hey, y'all remember quite often that medical science reverses itself. <gasps> <laughs> Do y'all remember when coconut but, oil was like going to kill linear. you? Knowledge is <laughs> oh, yeah. Simple, I'm afraid. And, and, oh, yeah. the, and the movie theaters used to use coconut oil, pop the popcorn. That was going to, that was killing us all. Cause it then, stayed fresh. Yeah. And then coconut oil became like the greatest thing on the planet. Right. You have coconut oil, you'll live forever. Now I think there's some sort of dispute. There's a, there's a, there are two different schools of thought about coconut oil. So oh, no, it became a big fad, right? And they reversed all of that. And we lost, you know, the best thing about movie popcorn was coconut oil. Is it, is it science that gets goofed up or is it America media reporting on science that runs us off 110% in every direction uh, with every shift in the wind? Well, I think it's both. I mean, it's the, it's, it's a misrepresentation, right? Of, you know, that food pyramid we learned was highly toxic, right? Of just stuff yourself with green and pasta and, eat hardly any meat and eat hardly any uh, oils. And you sense we've come back, right? That fat has a really important role, especially for young, you know, for, for babies and young and kids. Yeah. And, you know, this woman that was just sentenced to life in prison ah. in Florida for starving her 18 month old because, you know, her ideology was only eating raw, you know, fruits and grains and and uh, vegetables and that kid weighed right was like at 30 percent on the and died yeah the the um you heard well no i hadn't heard that story oh, but that's that's uh i do see uh uh ideology get in the way of common sense and, and paying attention to the to the living being that's in front of you quite often yeah um the uh, well, the, I mean, the the recommendations of the American Academy of Pediatrics is to feed children uh, twenty four to thirty ounces of whole milk per day until at least the age of two, because the internal organs, like the you know, the, well, the brain, the kidney, uh, the liver, reach about eighty percent of their adult size by the age of two or three and they are largely made of fat and I, so when you when you call someone a fathead you're actually complimenting <laughs> i my niece was here with a with a one and a half year old and she's doing that which i'm pleased about so that is good like whole milk for a child i mean that was even if i mean i'm old enough that i think my mom's pediatrician said switch to 2%, which, you know, you wouldn't do now. So there's no perfect knowledge, but the media does run with things. And then once people get sunk in with positions, it's very difficult sometimes to change. Yeah. That's going to be the topic of a future uh, blog post of mine. Uh, Good. Good. Just as a tease. <laughs> <laughs> Not written yet, but will be, I hope, in the near future. But, but back to burgers. Um, and, um, well, troublemaker, we haven't heard your view about the, the, the big three. 
Uh, I loved the Whopper when I was growing up, and I've been chasing that perfect Whopper that I re remember ever since. And so consequently, I'm disappointed every time I eat a Whopper. <laughs> <clears throat> it's just not the same as when I was growing up. Uh, I've never liked Wendy's, and I really don't like anything from McDonald's except their, their awful, awful, awful uh, hash browns, which are just the greasiest thing ever created. <laughs> and, and I love that for breakfast and uh, when I'm on the road. And um, so that's, that's one of my very favorite fast foods. But as far as burgers go, the Whopper, but it just doesn't uh, hold up to what I remember as a youth. Well, so what is your fast food burger of choice in that case? Well, the r rallies. I don't know if they still have rallies, but uh, the last time I ate a lot of fast food, there was a rallies conveniently located to where I lived, and I thought that was a very good burger. I was not ashamed at all to take advantage of the ease a fast food drive-through when I eat rallies. I'm not sure well, rallies is still around. It's not on our list of I have not seen rallies oh, in forever. It's still around. As a matter oh, it of is? Fact, don't use that door. Um, as a matter of fact, um, that was one of the research items that we consumed. It was a rallies burger. Ah, we, good. We, had, we, got, we got two and split them. There was the regular rallies, and then there was the big Buford. Oh, God. <laughs> it's a wonder I'm still here, not in the hospital. Um, but, but they were both very good, solid burgers. Very, very good choice. Um, and their fries had a seasoning on them that made them very good. Yeah, I think they're battered. Yeah, we, yeah. Oh, that's good. But let's let's move on to some of the gourmet new newcomers, right? Okay. Like Five Guys and In and Out. Um, the you know in in and out right was a religion when it when it opened up in Silicon Valley or back when I lived there. So I'm so deprived. I have never had an In and Out burger. I can't I can't comment at all on this part. Although I can't. Well, the other two. with without editorializing, I have to tell you, you're not missing anything. <laughs> uh, really, it's well, it's so overrated. And you know they they it's it's a great place. Everything's very fresh and they're fast and they're polite and all of that. But it's one of these burgers that's just, eh, you know, it's there. And they put the Thousand Island dressing on it, which I can't stand on a hamburger. So maybe that's um, coloring my my view. But they, you know, it's fresh lettuce, fresh tomatoes and all, all of that. The fries are okay. Uh, the shakes are good, but I, you're not missing it. It's not worth standing in line for. Did In-N-Out started in California? Is that? Uh, I think so, but I'm not sure. Well, a former client of mine absolutely adored them, and he said, "Next time you come out here to California, we're going to get an In-N-Out burger." But unfortunately, it never happened. Sometimes well, remember when Krispy Kreme was all the rage, and they would open up a Krispy Kreme, and there'd be lines around the block. In-N-Out was like that. Okay. Um, when it hit, well, when it hit Silicon Valley, so maybe it started in Southern California, maybe it started elsewhere. Um, does anybody else have In-N-Out Burger intelligence? No In-N-Out Burgers up here. Um, the other one is uh, Five Guys. 
we do have a five guys actually not too far from here and um i had had one oh months and months ago i'd gone and gotten their mini burger and their mini fries and they were very good but it cost me fifteen dollars because <laughs> this is a lot of money for a burger and fries and a drink um but it was it was very good and and we got another one uh, it was part of our research and i mean it's it's a good burger i think you got it all the way it was, yeah okay. i got it with the with the uh mushrooms and uh it was good it was and, really good and all the other <coughs> excuse me all the other stuff i i, I remember Myself, I remember liking it. Uh, we had one, and we went through one in Colorado, I think, and I, I remember liking it. Um, it's got the kind of, is that the one where they have the, um, like, peanut shells or whatever on the ground? Yes. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay. Yeah. And sacks of potatoes and things yes. like that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. It's, it's very, very uh, themed. Well, I will say that the I think the other... Um, the other, the other burger that you kind of pair with that would be the Shake Shack burger. Would you agree with that? It's kind of at the same price point. Uh, I've never had a Shake Shack. Burger. Oh, well, you see, okay. Um, I love Shake Shack is about as expensive as five guys, but for some reason I didn't consider that overpriced. <laughs> I, I adore, I mean, to me, the Shake Shack burger was a revelation. It was fabulous. And I have to say, I've never had the shake at Shake Shacks, but I have had the frozen custard from which the shakes are made. And that frozen custard is unbelievable. It's real frozen custard. It's got the egginess, the creaminess, the intense vanilla flavor. It is wonderful. And for that reason, I've never had the fries because if I'm blowing calories on a burger and, and frozen custard, I got to draw the line somewhere. So I've never <laughs> had their fries. Um, but next and time you come here, we will... Go oh, that to. sounds good. Oh, yeah. And uh, we did first get introduced to these when there was a special burger on. Yeah. Which was... Oh, that was around the holidays last year. It was a truffle burger. It had... Ooh. Oh, wow. It had Gruyere cheese and a truffle sauce on it. Ooh, oh, that, that sounds oh, good. That yeah. was unbelievably and, good. I would, have, oh. I would sell Troublemaker Soul for one of those. <laughs> you know, that... <laughs> That's not your own, but that's like right across the line fast food into regular sit-down dining. Well, but we got to go through Sonic because uh, Shake Shack. What Sally's? Oh, what? Oh, bleep! <laughs> what? What Champagne said about Shake Shack is um, true about Sonic, right? You go and you drive up. It's that place where you drive up and the car hops bring right. the. And so the burgers and stuff aren't great but the shakes are incredible they're are? all made with real ice cream and if you go to there it's like they're real and fantastic well we went we we went to make our research run there right before we went to see uh star trek to the wrath of khan um so we didn't want to fill up too much and sleep through the movie uh, but uh so we skipped dessert that time but we are planning to go back perhaps later today to try their new uh, caramel shake. caramel with churro mm -hmm. shake, uh, but uh, we did try the the they're advertising this uh, pickle burger pickle burger, um, and so the it's their regular burger, but it has a couple of fried pickles on it with wow. a ranch dressing with a with a ranch that dressing. Good. It's and good, then, and then a whole bunch yeah. of. Uh, 
regular pickles on top of that. And again, given my penchant for loving sour flavor with sour flavors with beef, I, I did like it. Um, I also, though, it, it brought me back to um, when, when the, my former place of work, there was a sandwich place next door that used to make wraps on Fridays. They would make wraps with grilled shrimp and fried pickles and a sort of white remoulade sauce in the wrap and, and some lettuce, and they would call it a shrickle wrap. <laughs> um, and it reminded me of that, you know, the, the fried pickles. So maybe that's a southern thing, liking fried vegetables. And also, it's, also, it's very much a New Orleans thing. We're not having meat on Friday, but instead we'll have shrimp and fried pickles. And this is this is right as, <laughs> as, as deprivation. The element, as, as, the element, as the element of penance, we will have. <laughs> <laughs> well, I had fried pickles the other night in the Northwest. And they were delicious. I love that. Was at a Chili's, which oh. is not exactly fast food. But I had a a Swiss mushroom burger at Chili's, and that's actually my favorite uh, chain food hamburger. Oh, okay. Oh, Chili's. You know, I used to have those when we were in college. We had a a, 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 a Hardee's in there. We haven't talked about them. Um, they had a mushroom and Swiss burger, and I ate way too many of those in my senior year. I we have oh, Hardee's. Hardee's is fast. Hardee's is fast. Hardee's is fast, but I've I haven't been, been there since college. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I don't I don't see many where I am, but yeah, I don't was, think I've seen one here either. There long. was one here um, that has bit the dust. Okay. In the last two or three years. Okay. I guess. It, yeah. I don't know if Jack in the Box is outside of the West, but Jack in the Box is, is big too. And I'd say they got some specials that are okay, but nothing to write home about. For yeah, I've, I've had a burger at Jack in the Box and it's, you know, again, it's, 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 it's sort of, you know, gee whiz, you have to go a long way to mess up a burger. <laughs> but, uh, and so it's good. I mean, it's, it's, uh, but I wouldn't say it's, it ranks with the others we're talking about. You know, you were talking a few minutes ago about frying things, and it's a southern thing that to fry everything. I used to think that too that that this that this predilection for frying unusual things was a southern conceit. But I edited a book not too long ago about the state fairs of Wisconsin. And I found out the Midwesterners they like to oh, fry stuff too. Everything, everything. In Indiana, um, my other half from Indiana, uh, fried Twinkies at the state fair, fried Snickers bars. So the only fried thing I've ever eaten <laughs> that I didn't like was a fried Snickers at our state fair, Montana. I that was too much. <laughs> a fried Twinkie. Is... <laughs> it hardly seems necessary. <laughs> building the lily well well it's like the fried ice cream fad you know from that was you know 30 40 years ago um the another place too that i don't know is all over the country is carl's jr does anybody have i've seen one but i don't i think there may be one in our entire city they have an, an angus steak burger it's out of this world really really good isn't Carl's Jr. Isn't it affiliated with another 
fast food, and it's. You know, I think it's Hardee's. Now. Yeah, so it, maybe yeah. it's it's where you are. It's sort of like it's Hellman's east of the Mississippi and something else west of the Mississippi. Yeah. So it's something like that. It could be, yeah. Um, Carl's Jr. was very notable for their racy television commercials a couple of decades ago. They had one that was so racy that it was censored, I believe. Wow. Hamburgers? <laughs> wow. The commercial, yeah. Television commercial. It um, had, uh, I think, some Victoria's Secret model or something like that. <laughs> You're not going to look like that if you eat too many of those burgers. <laughs> like those old Southwest Airlines commercials where they all, all the stewardesses wore hot pants back in, the, <laughs> back in the 60s and 70s. What about Dairy Queen? Anybody been in a Dairy Queen lately? We've got a, a Dairy Queen, and I like their desserts. They only reopened inside dining within the past couple of months. Oh, okay. So to answer your question, inside Dairy Queen, no. <laughs> it, I have... they see It seemed to take them forever to reopen inside dining. And, in fact, I thought they might not ever because uh, – you know, it raised their operating costs. And I thought, well, if they're making money with just drive through, they may never reopen their inside dining, but they uh -huh. finally did. That's true here too. It seemed a long time. And I thought that was because of Ida more than um, Hurricane Ida, more than um, COVID, but I think they're kind of all, they blended a little bit in. of both. Um, but yeah, I have had their, their food, and it's you know it's it's good. I mean it, it's I have no I have no complaints about it. But I, generally, if I'm going to Dairy Queen, not that I go there often because I try not to go there often. But if I'm going to go to Dairy Queen, I'm going because I'm getting ice cream. Yeah, me too. As an adult, I I, am, I haven't had a burger there since I was like probably twelve mm -hmm. since I was a kid. All right. Well, because of our extensive technical difficulties uh, caused by the uh, technician who should be fired. Oops. Wait. It's me. Um, <laughs> Uh, we got a late start, but let's let's wrap by everybody giving your top two. Is that fair, or do you, should we go more? Uh, well, top two of, of burgers yeah, over across all categories. You think? Um, yeah, why not? Okay. I mean, we only talked about fast food, but we we talked a little bit about chilies, and we've talked about a couple of okay. other places. Okay. Yeah, I mean, do you want to give us, um, well, let's say this, if you give something outside, if you give a burger outside of what we talked about to tell, you know, explain a little bit about why it's great. Okay. How's that? Okay. Well, so, I'm, yeah. I'm going to, I'll say the chilies mushroom Swiss, which is delicious, great meat. Uh, and I did get a side of fried pickles from chilies. Very, very good. Second place would be the big Buford from rallies oh okay great um i would put the shake shack burger is number one um for special occasions and um in the uh, the, the lower price point category just more everyday type of thing the whopper jr Uh, golly, you took my picks, so now I have to say something different no you don't um, no you, you don't have to say yeah, I mean, that um that special burger at, um, Shake, at Shake Shack was uh, one of the best hamburgers I can remember. And to um, to Troublemaker's point, the, I think 
the not liking cheese on hamburgers has to do with American cheese because I yeah. I do like burgers that have other cheese. Uh, one of the best burgers uh, I've ever had is at a place that doesn't exist anymore. Uh, 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 a, a bar in the entertainment district that no longer exists that was a a blue cheese burger, but since it doesn't exist anymore, I'm gonna stick with ones that are extant um, and. As much as you've tried to influence me towards liking the single, I think my favorite one is the Whopper Jr. Oh, okay. So that's getting the most votes. Okay. And do you have a second? Well, I'm, no, I'm sorry. That should be my second one. Okay. The, the first the, is the first is the uh, Shake Shack, Shake Truffle, Shack Truffle. Oh, the Shake Shack. That's right. I'm sorry. My fault. Okay, I have to revise mine because I think. That Shake Shack truffle burger sounds like something right up my alley, which I would like very much. I um, hope they have I, it again this year. I hope they. I haven't had it, but I would say out of burgers that I've had, uh, I think the Quarter Pounder is still my favorite. <laughs> I'm very pedestrian because I like everything that goes with it. Well, also, when you're traveling, McDonald's it's pretty reliable. Yeah, it's yeah. consistent. It's yeah. very yeah. consistent. Uh, this- yeah. Along those lines, and, and back to something that Troublemaker said before, you know, um, one of the things I, I read, did a little bit of reading about the about the Burger Wars, and um, uh, Burger King was not as tightly organized in, uh, uh, corporately, and there was a lot more leeway in how those burgers got produced, and so that may be influencing his. I think that's a quest good to, point. Quest to find the the the, the ideal burger. Now, that, oh, I, that they say that they're tight, that they have tightened that up, but um, that may have contributed to why the other, uh, although Burger King and uh, McDonald's were neck and neck in the early years, why McDonald's is out distance. But anyway, sorry that's... to interrupt your. No, no, no. I, I, you know, what's interesting to me is the size of these. Like we we started this by looking at the a fast food nation graphic posted on zero hedge, which they post a lot of interesting things. So the, the top, the top fast food franchise, of course, is McDonald's. Number two, I'll just do the top five surprised me Starbucks. Um, number three, I can't find it was Chick-fil-A. Ah, now that's uh, good food. Chick Fil A number four will not surprise you. Taco Bell, <laughs> no burgers, but and number five is Wendy's. Actually, do seven. Um, number five is Wendy's. Uh, number six is if I can find it here, I cannot find it. Where's number six? Oh, Dunkin' Dunkin' Donuts. And number seven is Burger King. Hmm. So. So what is, what is your number two? Sorry. Was there any, uh, is, is Pizza Hut considered fast food? 13, yeah, 13. Okay, because uh, I, I saw some statistics. I was very surprised by how much money Pizza Hut made. 5.5 billion. Yeah, 13. I mean, it's just champagne. <laughs> what was... Bleep, bleep, it's like I'm swearing. Bleep. <laughs> Dr. Johnny Fever interrupted you, so we never heard your second place burger. Um, okay. Yeah. So what my, my, the quarter pounder and it's another one that I probably haven't had yet. It sounds like it's going to be the Whopper Jr. Because I like the Whopper. Whopper is my second that I've had. 
but I think I'm going to like the Whopper Junior based on what I've learned, and I'm going to try that Shake Shack burger. But yeah, quarter pounder Whopper Junior. I'm the most pedestrian. Check of out my choice. check out your area. You may have a Shake Shack there. Yeah, we were just up in the Middle West where it's every corner is a Shake Shack. But well, we in the large metropolitan area to the south of you, there are plenty of Shake Shacks because it was my my gal pal um, that I the exercise with who introduced me to Shake Shack, and she's from Houston. Ah, okay, okay. Well, I, I I can find them. You know, it's one of these things. It's like. You don't start seeing them until you start thinking about them. So. But Twilight, you live in Texas. Have you had I a Whataburger in... yet? No, <laughs> no. And, and um, my other half has had a Whataburger and did not come back with glowing reviews. Okay. But, but I would love to try it because they're everywhere. I was amazed by how many of them there were. They're everywhere. It, they're, it was very dominant in Texas. Their branding is sort of like Waffle House, because it's kind of very bare bones, you know. Um, they're number 22, by the way, in the hierarchy of fast food. As a segue, uh, don't you have an anecdote, uh, Dr. Fever, about ancient fast food? Okay, I, I was uh, traveling. Uh, I, I had promised my niece and nephew that I would take them each on a special trip uh, perhaps to Europe, and my niece wanted to go to France, uh, but my nephew's trip took place a little bit later. Um, and uh, being of Italian heritage, he wanted to go see Italy. Um, so we took one of these, you know, 12 cities in 14 days kinds of uh, r rapid, uh, uh, r r rapid bus uh, tours. Uh, but we did have a day, an afternoon, in Pompeii. Mm. Um, and so we were being guided around, and they took us to what would have been the marketplace. And he was, the guide was sharing with us that the, the stall to which we were, next to which we were standing, had been a, if you will, a, a, a fast food outlet. It, it had served a, they could tell the remnants from the, uh, from from the cookware that had been found there, that it was a sort of a seafood stew, which they gather Pompeii was famous for, um, and that you know people would come to market and then eat while they were there, and, uh, uh, and while they were selecting their food, um, and he pointed out that some of the original some of the original paint was still on the wall. Um, and that in front of the in front of the uh, counter where you would have been transacting buying your soup, um, there were two overlapping arches, and the <laughs> color on these arches was gold. And so I nudge my nephew and say, "Golden arches, fast food, balls." <laughs> Has things changed very much? And he did one of his classic eyes rolling all the way to the occipital. Of course. <laughs> oh, golly. My uncle strikes again. Oh, my God. That fish sauce in Pompeii. The Romans, the Romans loved that fish sauce, and they put it on everything. It's kind of the same as the 
Asian fish sauce I've read. I, you know, I wonder, I've always wondered, you know, because they, it was, they put it on everything. It's, anyhow. All right. What's well, an Asian fish sauce, Sally? Ooh, salt. <laughs> well, it's, it's a sauce that's made out of concentrated they, fish, they, fish essence, if you will. They, they, and it's wow. very salty. It's very, very, very salty. Think Worcestershire. Yeah. No, it's okay. A, no. It's a little, it's a little, little gamier. It's, a little, it's gamier, a little one note than Worcestershire. Yeah. It's, a lot saltier, too. Yeah, it's a very salty, um, but anyway, it's, I but, love it. But a great ingredient, and you, you wouldn't just, like, put, I, mean, I would just put on food, but, but when I cook Thai food and other kinds of food, I mean, I will use it as an ingredient, but. Yeah. How different is it from soy sauce? No, it's from fish. Fish. No, so yeah, but how is it fish and soy? It's just a different, I mean, it tastes like fish. Okay. Okay, yeah. so it's, it's, it's not related not to fish. soy sauce at all. No. Okay. It was a condiment the Romans just couldn't get enough of, but, uh, you know, partly back then, too, I, salt was a way of preserving food as well. So yeah. keeping things edible, you know. Given, we've given the world the definitive guide to the best fast food burgers, and that's a lot to offer it's after it. all these technical snafus. It is. <laughs> Our right, appreciation well, to you, Twilight, for, for getting it all together. Ay, ay, ay. Well, next time it'll be easier. And thankfully, the audience doesn't have to, didn't have to suffer through the first hour and 45 minutes of me trying to get this to work. So we're, we're hanging on by a thread here. Anyway, um, we'll put this together and put it out and uh, say goodbye. Until next time. Long, everybody. Bye. Bye. I Thanks, hope you, you guys. enjoyed. Okay, bye-bye. Bye. -bye. bye.